Hello, everybody. I think it's recording. So forgive us if we sound crazy because now we're, since Molly and I are in different states, like y'all know, um, we're recording on something else. We're doing a video recording and an audio recording, but I'm trying to figure stuff out. So if I sound crazy, I'm sorry. But welcome back. It's been forever. It's been, I don't know, like months. So cheers. If you're watching, cheers. Um, If you're not watching and just listening, take your first little sippy sip. So if this is your first time tuning in, um, I'm Taylor. I am a now Miami-based esthetician. Um, I have my own studio. I closed my studio, relocated to Florida. Um, I'm now the brand educator at Starco Wax. Um, I've been with Starco for about a year, but I've been their educator since uh, March or April. Um, yeah. <laughs> my intro is short now. <laughs> um, you know, I know. It's a fucking blessing. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So since Molly and I, um, well, Molly and I, I was a trainer at European Wax Center. Um, that's how me and Molly met again, if you are new here. Um, I was a trainer there. And then, um, when I went solo, I still offered, um, like one-on-one trainings and group trainings. And I actually used to do training at the school that Molly is at now. And the owner there actually reached out to me about doing more trainings. I was like, bye girl, I'm like not even in the state anymore. So that's Molly and Molly is doing beautiful things over there. So, so today we're going to talk about um, becoming an educator, an aesthetics educator, um, our experience, I guess, with teaching and getting into teaching, um, and then whatever else, you know, pops up in that conversation. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, I do. Excuse me. I was just about to say that too. So I door dashed. I door dashed um, run downstairs. It's fine. Wait, hold on. Wait, I'm gonna do a drum roll. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> oh, that is funny. So we're using River. I'm gonna talk to myself or talk to you guys until Mal comes back, but. Um, we're using Riverside to do the video recording, but it also does audio recording. So if any of you guys have used Riverside before, please let me know because this is my first time. I don't know what I'm doing, but I like it. And I wish I had found this when I first started skimming some shit. Um, so yeah. Um, what else? So my favorite new go-to drink now. Waka Mule Cut Waters. My mom came here, Molly. My mom was down here like two weeks ago for a concert. Um, and 
I like had a half open one by my bed, and then I had one in the bed. <laughs> then I had a gallon of Jack in my freezer. My mom was like, "Would I be concerned that you have like these drinks like spread throughout the house?" I'm like, "No, because no, it's fine, exactly." Yeah, no, I also DoorDash. I paid for cheers. Hold on, I'll tell the story after. Ugh. I paid for the regular size, like the 750 milliliter. Definitely gave me the gallon. But, oh, my chest. My chest. My... Yeah. Ugh. Okay. So, oh, wait. Hold on. I love this. Okay. So, um, I did not want to be trainer at European. Like, I was like, me, it was me. So, it was me and Sarah. Um, Sarah has been waxing at this point probably like 30 fucking years. Um, she's a great waxer, very knowledgeable on everything. Um, she started in September of 2017. And I started in October of 2017. So we started back to back. So we essentially like, she knew waxing, but she was learning like the European wax in a way, like around the same time. Like, we were both trained by uh, the same girl. And the girl that trained us was actually my waxer who got me the job there. Um, And she got let go. Um, That's a whole separate, that can be an episode on its own. Um, but um, she got let go, and then the franchise owners were like, we want you and Sarah to be trainers. And me and Sarah were like, absolutely the fuck not. Like, it's too much responsibility. If these girls fuck up, y'all are going to blame us, and I don't want to lose my job because, you know, not everyone is good at waxing or, you know, speed waxing. Um, but me and Sarah are both like, fuck it. Like, they're going to keep asking us and then it's like are they gonna look at us different if we're like no like fuck y'all I don't want this you know what I mean because you knew how they were right okay so if you so the train European wax effort was so when I first started um when I first started working and when I first started waxing, actually, I mean, training, I'm sorry. Um, the training was seven days in a row. Um, and you have to come in on your off days. And if you worked in the morning, you trained at night, if you, and right, or switched. Um, and if you had a double, you would just pick which shift that you wanted to train. Um, so it's a, if it's just one girl, essentially like you're losing money because if you're working doubles and I've worked by the time I was a trainer, I was working double Tuesdays, double Thursdays. Oh no, I'm lying. I'm lying. I was still, I was Tuesday morning, Wednesday evening, Thursday, double Friday morning, all day Saturday. So 
Right. I'm booked, I'm booked solid from nine to six, like no, nothing. Um, and then like my doubles, doubles are always nine out of 10. Like my Thursdays were always booked solid. Um, so you would lose money. And then when I switched my schedule in January of 2018, um, I was double Tuesdays, double Thursdays, Friday mornings, Saturdays. Um, so I was losing two shifts essentially a week. Mm-hmm. So we used to, we used to get, um, the trainees tips, but then they changed that and let the girls, which makes sense, you know, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And I know, I know each uh, franchise does like their payout for their trainers different. The money was, if it was like three girls, the money was great. Um, I thought it was at least, but you only got paid if they made it through their free wax days. And then you would get paid again when um, they got upgraded to another level. Um, so I ended up actually loving being a trainer. Um, never thought that I would like teaching because I don't know, but teaching adults, I think when you think of teaching, you think of teaching kids. So you think it's going to be the same, but teaching adults in something that's so specific is very different, you know, um, especially since it's something that they want to learn. Yeah. It's not like just teaching an English class. Because you know what I mean? Like, you're, I'm not just teaching it because you have to take this class. Um, so that made a difference for me. And then when I went solo, I just kind of basically did the same type of thing. But it wasn't a week, obviously, because I didn't have to do, like, product history, company history, and all that shit. Um, so I would do, like, 10 to 4. Um, and then if we needed to do a second day, we would do a second day. Yeah. And then that, you know, all that stuff, everything's a stepping stone. Like I hated, I hated the thought of being a trainer at first, but it's definitely gotten me to where I am now. (laughs) You think so? Bosses think that too. I don't think I'm patient at all. That's very stupid Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I haven't had this many coworkers since, I don't even know, since I was, like, in school. Now, even at the WAC Center, it wasn't as many coworkers. It would always be, what, maybe five waxers. And that was, like, never consistent and then like four four GSAs like you know and even then you don't work with all of the waxers like you only see certain ones during shift change or if you pick up a shift or they pick up a shift yeah mm-hmm. so yeah which is so wild to me like when people say that there's drama at the store because like one that y'all aren't fucking busy 
Like, between waxers. I can see between, like, GSAs and waxers. I can see that. GSA, by the way, is, like, the front desk person. Um, but, like, the only way that you can have drama is if just, like, you're a shitty person, honestly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if someone's starting shit at European Wax Center, they're just, like, I don't know, fucking weird. Because, like, you're so, you're so busy. And if you're not busy, you're, like, fuck, I want to be busy. You know? So, it's, like, drama. Fucking drama. Fucking for real. Um, yeah, like, I would, during a double, I would, you get in at 8.30, you set your pot, and then you are booked from, you know, 9 to one thirty or 9 to 2. You get your little hour break, and that's if you don't run over your break. And then you run, craft, all the things, and then, um... You work the second part of your shift. And then by the time you're off, you're dead inside. And you have to clean your room. You have to scrape your floor. You got to restock everything. You got to cash out, count your fucking tips. Look at your, well, they don't do, they don't print out 200s anymore. But, um, you know, just, you just got to, and you got to clean the, you got to clean the store. If that's what, like, you guys do in Annapolis, we all, like, had, duties or whatever the fuck so um I don't know what it's like now because they're underneath mm-hmm. like clean the floor or something yeah we would yeah like but but that's like what we would all do like you know, like, Tierra, this girl, Tierra, that was working there, she was fucking eight months pregnant, couldn't scrape her floor, bitch, please, move, like, you're in the way, we are going to scrape your floor for you, like, work till hours, you know, like, ah, uh, yeah, 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 uh-huh, yeah, so Aaron was there when Tierra was there, um, but Tierra went on maternity leave in, like, July, and Aaron had started. Mm, I don't remember. But yeah, because she was she was big. You started in February. She was big pregnant when you came. And she wasn't even really that big, honestly, to me. That doesn't mean she didn't feel huge, but she definitely wasn't as big as I thought she was going to be. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was gonna be bigger. Like she, she, she definitely got big. She definitely just because she was kind of she's well, she's taller than me, but anyone's taller than me. Um, flattering. The cheap gray ones that they have now. Mm-hmm. That's how Casey, my waxer, she, she was waxing me. Um, she was like, "Yeah, um, like so." This was when I was in school, so I saw her. 
maybe once and she was like, bitch, I think I'm pregnant. And I was like, good luck. <laughs> um, but then like I stopped going for her as often because I was getting waxed at school. Right. Um, so I go back to see her and she's like, so, you know, I'm going on maternity leave. I'm like, bitch, you're pregnant. Like you're like pregnant, pregnant. You're big pregnant. And she was like, like, look at my stomach, but you couldn't, you couldn't tell him. And this was, well, and Casey was teeny tiny, like a hundred pounds. Um, but this was when we could wear red scrubs, like any red scrubs. Um, so yeah, you just, I just, you just. Scrubs hide things like crazy. Yeah. Did you? Oh, sludge. Yeah, I liked the red scrubs. Yeah, I like the red. I think they looked better. They fit the aesthetic more. Yeah. Yeah. And the doors are still red. Yeah, so it just doesn't... Pick a, pick a theme. European wax and I pick a goddamn thing. Because purple makes sense since, since the wax is purple. Like, why didn't y'all do that at first? Like, yeah, like, y'all have, like, the red shoe. Like, what the fuck does it even mean? Like, or I guess, like, the strut thing. But, like, a wax stick would have been better. Or, like... Yeah, yeah. You can tell men came up with this marketing. <laughs> Nothing makes fucking sense. Um, and then I don't know. I was just like, you said what? Yeah, I really liked the one-on-one trainings. Um, this was I like helping people reach their goals and stuff. Like, obviously, it's great money. But I like helping people, like, become better at what they want to do and be, like, a motivator. Like, go, bitch. Look at you lay, look at you lay that perfect strip, you know? Oh, thanks, Mom. But, yeah, that's that's really – you said what? <laughs> um, but that's really the main reason on – why I stayed being an educator and why I kind of wanted to, one of the reasons why I wanted to transition into education full time, aside from like my body and my brain, like falling out of my ears, you know, um, I do miss taking clients. Um, I do. I actually miss like, I miss like the interactions, but I don't miss me feeling so drained. So, and I don't know how to like balance. Like I either do way too much or not enough. Like, I don't know how to do a middle ground. I don't, I'm, I'm 32. If I haven't figured it out yet, I'm probably not going to, (laughs) but I'm fine with that. I just, I just know that's how I am. Like I wouldn't mind being at a European wax center. I say that now, but I like having my Saturdays and Sundays off. I do. But if I could work at like a, a waxing center that had like the same kind of setup as European, like quick, like 
not like 45 minutes for a fucking Brazilian. Like, be fucking for real. Don't waste my time. Um, I would do that like twice a month. Like, it definitely wouldn't be like a main source of income, but it would keep just me like, I don't know. I think if that would fulfill, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, since I'm teaching, I'm still like waxing and like keeping up to date with my skills and my technique and stuff. But it's definitely just like having, like you said, having like those client relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was just I was just getting burnt out. Um Oh, to burn yourself out in? Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. Okay, we keep like 30 people a day if you work a double. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we work essentially the same. Like, yeah, we might give ourselves more time, but I was like double, tripling working people just because like I have the skill set to do so. And, you know, and that's also a good thing. I was just talking to um, our Carlos, our videographer, about this earlier. Like, it's been an adjustment only having one source of income now. Um, Like, massive adjustment. But also, what is hard for me is not having cash or, like, cash apps, Venmo's, which in my mind is, like, essentially cash, you know? Um. Fuck, I forgot where I was leading to. I wish there was, was there a boo sound on here? So I definitely wouldn't want to boo myself right now. <laughs> um, but that's, that's, um, yeah, but I said that because of the volume and I don't know, I don't know where my brain was trying to take me, but it will come back. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know what I was saying. I was saying if I needed or wanted extra cash or just extra money in general, then I would book myself like I was at European West Center. And that's a benefit of being solo, but you will burn yourself the fuck out doing that. Because I would do it on I would do it almost every Saturday. And then before I moved, I was working Sundays as well, and I was doing the same fucking stupid shit. But, you know, yeah, I got it done. But, like, my last day, I definitely didn't time moving right. Like, my last day was Saturday the 16th, and I was going to Florida the next day. Like, it was not, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I wasn't thinking. But, um, 
I was just like, I might, I don't know if I was even sad. I was like, oh, like it's like the end of a chapter. You know what I mean? But I was like, I'm ready to let this go. Yeah, I mean, because you were there from the beginning. You know, so I opened JB and I signed my lease, I think, in February of 2019. And then, mm-hmm, and then I opened April 12th, um, 2019. So, you know, I had to run it. I, I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. And we talked about this last episode at the uh, European Wax Center. Like, just because you close your business doesn't mean that you're not successful, you know? Um, just because you're tired of having your business doesn't mean that you're a failure. And if your business is doing good, you have to shut it down, and that's fucking fine too. Like, that's just part of your path and your learning experience if you choose to look at it that way, you know? Yeah. 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 Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Baby, I'm both solid, honey. Especially the, oh, that would drive me nuts in the wax center. Like, she has nothing until like next month. Girl, what I've, I've been here for years. Like, you know, I am booked solid. Like, Right. See, that question doesn't bother me if it's like late. If it's like anytime after like four or five, that makes sense. Especially if someone followed me from the wax center because sometimes I would get off at two or I would take my last client at 145 and be off at 230, whatever. But don't ask me that stupid shit at noon. Bitch, I'm here until 830. <laughs> I'm here all day and I've been here for three hours already. Like, don't play with me. Wait. That's not what I thought it was going to be. I'm going to do better with the timing of these things. Okay. I'm going to have it like perfectly synced. But that's my journey of becoming an educator. Actually, the podcast actually helped me with um, Why Star Pill hired me too. I don't know. I don't know if they've actually like listened, but they, but they brought it up though. Cause I have it on my resume. They brought, they brought it up like, Oh, you have a podcast. Yeah, bro, I do. It's fine. You should listen. Yeah. It's a skill set. Like we're putting together content where marketing it we're talking about our knowledge and expertise and you know how to have a conversation and have a conversation with people that you don't necessarily know um yeah it's a fucking fucking skill set exactly exactly and then we like we're actually doing well so shout out to y'all for you know 
downloading because I check those downloads like every couple of days and I let me Yeah, so we reached if you don't follow us or like Molly and I personally or the podcast, we reached um ten thousand uh just gonna say followers, uh downloads like a couple days ago. So thanks to y'all. I wish we could see how many people actually like listen this download so if you are if you are listening and not downloading if you could start downloading the episode you listen to y'all would be just making our fucking day let's take another shot wait i'm gonna do cheers cheers to y'all <laughs> I wish you could. How do you trans? Like, how do you? I want to make the transition of that smooth. Let me figure that out. I'm gonna figure that out. Um. So yeah, being educator is definitely like Starpill has like helped me build upon skills that I've already have had and like skills that I got from like working in clubs. And being in marketing and event management, but um, like, no, a lot, a lot of stuff that I'm doing now, like I have been doing for years. You know, um, it's just they've given me the freedom, kind of, to like, I don't want to say do shit how I want. I don't. Uh, yeah. They, they, they. Again, if you don't know, they hired me as um, a personal account manager, but they wanted me to eventually be their educator. They were just still creating that position. Oops, <laughs> <laughs> for me again. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's funny. Um, <laughs> then they made me educator. Um. And I think that they are very satisfied with, you know, the courses that I put together and the content that I put together. Right. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. But I like, I, I love what I do and I try to like, I don't know, like today Molly had a client and she was, you know, asking me for feedback about treatment and ingredients. But I, that's what I that's what I fucking love. Like I love ingredients and in customizing because that was my specialty. Essentially, was like customizing every single facial. You'll never get the same facial with me. You might get like the same cleansers and like the same finishing products, but everything else in between is not going to be because your skin isn't going to be the same every time I fucking see you. You know. Um, And that's fine. That's fine. You think so? That's interesting. But no, but I like that you reach out to me because sometimes you'll remind me like, oh yeah, like I completely forgot. Like when you asked me about uh, the aspirin allergy, I was like, oh yeah, fuck people who have an aspirin allergy can't use salicylic acid. Um, I can, that's just like, 
completely split my brain. But I like helping Molly like figure out whatever treatment she wants to do because I'm like, bitch, if you can't do it on her, you can do it on me. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, but this it's different. Yeah, it's definitely different. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Molly, Molly, I trust Molly with my face. So it's like, you know what you're doing, but. Sometimes it's just nice to have someone that you know you can ask an opinion about. Because I don't do the same thing with Molly. Like, do you think I should do this? Like, or not do this? Or, like, you know, shit like that. You know. So, well, I've been literally talking for 30 fucking minutes. So, <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I I went to aesthetic school because well, one, my mom, I had, again, if you haven't listened, I had like, I used to manage nightclubs and do events and stuff like that. And then I got tired of that. And then I started doing like corporate events in Georgetown and DC, um, like weddings and corporate lunches, dinners, galas, shit like that. Fucking hated it. Um, but now that I'm like actually looking back on like my life in that time frame, I think. I just like I was in I, I was in a relationship that I probably shouldn't have been in. So I think it was just <laughs> you know what though? So at work we do like a quote of the day, right? Um and today was my turn and I'm about to read you. I'm a big they do stuff like that, it's cute. Um, so I'm a big it's always sunny fan. And I quoted Cricket today, and it said, a bear market in your love life is a bull market in self-reflection. Bitch, what? Absolutely. So if you don't, okay, so a bear market, um, they laugh. Because a lot of them watch It's Always Sunny, so they're like, Cricket! Wait, 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 Cricket! Cricket! <laughs> yeah. So, if you put a bear in a bull market, if a bear market is when stocks are decreasing in value, and then a bull market is when it's rallying. Okay, so think like a bull going up and a bear going down. Right. <laughs> 
So Molly was in school and it was just like she was working on like economics and it was just like not clicking. Now it wasn't like if Billy had three fucking apples, he gives Jimmy one. How many apples does Billy have? But it's just she was just overthinking it, and, it's, and the the textbook wasn't putting it in terms that she could relate to. So it's, I feel like that's normal. I feel like that's that's like a like a normal struggle with school. <laughs> Wait, she. It's okay. There you go. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just have to, and if that that goes into teaching too, you have to just put things in terms that because what might click in my head might not click in yours so I have to find a way that you can relate to it because your brain my brain is stupid like my brain is whatever you know but I know that what works for me might not work for the girls that I'm training um and that's completely fine like I don't my my job is to make sure you do your job properly so your transition so you can get comfortable quicker without like doubting yourself like you never want to feel like you're bad at something so if I'm teaching you in a way that you're not understanding and you feel like you're not doing well that's not your fault that just means I need to readjust how I am reaching you here is a shitty waxer you're a shitty waxer that not everyone gets speed waxing and that's completely fine but if I see that you're doing well and just like little things aren't clicking or I can see where you're like, a, normally when you're training someone, you can see where they're struggling. So if I'm not explaining that one little part to you, right, then that's on me to figure it out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were recording uh waxing demos today and I have to go slow so Carlos can like get a clean shot so I'm like if I'm moving too fast like like five years of muscle memory like I have 15 minutes to do like in my mind or not even my mind because in my mind I know I have more time but my body is like oh bitch you have an upper back we need like yeah mm-hmm. right. and it's like quick pre pre-cleanse all that shit you know um and also, when you take t- when you take your time applying the strip too, it doesn't give you as clean of a pull. 
either, you know? Um, so yeah, just things that if you decide to be an educator or even if you don't and you're being trained, this episode might be beneficial for you as well, you know? Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> uh, but I liked having more than one person. I didn't like having more than four, though. At that point, it gets hard, especially one. Not everyone is right-handed, and I'm not the I'm not the best at training people who training people in person. If they're left-handed, because I can't, I can't properly lay a strip with my left hand. So um, my body mechanics, I, I can, I try my best, you know. But I'm not going to show you. I can't hold your hands in certain ways, like physically, not like metaphorically, like because because when I'm training and I see them not doing this shit right. I'm going to grab your fucking hand and show you what the pressure needs to feel. Like. You know, so it's just it's just uh, a learning curve. Yeah. Like I would get Molly to help me train my left-handed girls. You know, just because just because I felt like I I could give them training, but I but but as an, as a trainer, I wanted them to actually see someone get waxed the way that they would see it in the treatment room, because because when I wax people, um, so at European Wax Center, if since you're right-handed, the person's head would be closest to the door because the their the right side of their body would be closer to me. That's how you know if you're waxing the right way. For those who don't know, if you're left-handed, your client's left side of the body is going to be closest to you. So it's going to be flipped. So they're seeing how I wax, but when they get in the treatment room, it's going to look completely different because your client is facing the other way. So you have to set up your bed a little different. Um, mm -hmm. It's just little things that like, I want to make sure that I'm giving you the best training that I can give you. And if that means I have to bring someone else in, so you can see things differently, then I don't give a fuck. I want you to leave my training and feel like you are confident in taking clients. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, their head would be at the wall and they would 
You know what you, you should have just rotated the bed. At European Wine Center? No, I meant in general. Like, we should have had a left-handed room is what we, That's what we said. We should have had, like, one or two left-handed rooms so the beds could just... Yeah, I know. Under the skin, absolutely not. <laughs> you can't move the bed, no. Oh, yeah, no, for just for one client, no, I, no, that would be dumb. Um, but we should have had, I think I mentioned this before. It's on, if you could. Wait, under the skin or at European? So you, I've done it before. You could, it's very easy to get stuck, but you have to like, Put it in a corner and then move it. it it's a pain in the fucking ass. Um, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. We should have had just like a left-handed room. Um, yeah. Don't worry about that. Right, right, right. Yeah. How was your experience? So Molly, this is her first like training job that like she's not like contracting with if that makes sense so molly also does training with another school um in arnold if you guys are in maryland um but that's more of like a contract thing like she doesn't have to go if she's busy then like it's on molly's schedule essentially oh so how is your transition been with that. I mean, I know it's only been what, like, two weeks, three weeks. Right. Who's cheering? Do you sound as like y'all? Y'all are gonna hate me. <laughs> I'm gonna take a shot to that. <laughs> you definitely look very perplexed. <laughs> the question was, how is your adjustment been with like having enough having like a I don't want to say a real job but like having like another aesthetic job that like you're working for somebody because you haven't worked for somebody in a year and a half essentially
Right. Sometimes you just want validation. And that's and that is a stigma because first of all, bitch, I do what the fuck I want. I'm thinking big, bitch. Mind your business. Mind your business that motherfucking pays you. Okay. I'm teaching. I'm taking a job because bitch, maybe I want to. Maybe I'm sick of y'all. Maybe I need a balance. Okay. Don't question me. Question your bitch. Okay. <laughs> but like just, be, just because I have my own business and yeah, I'm successful, that doesn't mean that I'm fucking happy. That doesn't mean that I'm enjoying it. Y'all get on my fucking nerves. Oh, y'all. I love y'all, but a lot of y'all piss me the fuck off. Why are you 10 minutes late? I'm like, oh, hey, sorry, girl, go to hell. Okay, please. Disrespect me. Yes. yes. <laughs> but there's nothing, like, just because, I think people equate like, oh, you work for yourself. Oh, you have your own business, so you must be happy. I'm actually miserable. <laughs> you know? And yeah, and it's, it's not like I love, I love working for myself. And anyone that knows me knows that. Like, I, I definitely have, like, the mental and the personality where I have to, like, work for myself. At least, like, part-time, you know? But I needed a break. Like, I, I wanted... I needed to take a step back and not put like as much pressure on myself to do things. Cause like, I'm very like, if I say I want to do something, like I'm going to fucking do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's bad. It's, but I get it done. You know, I get this shit done. So that's also probably part of the problem too, but um, <laughs> yeah, to not do it, you know. Um, oh, and especially if I tell someone, oh, baby, now I have to do it. <laughs> um, so it's like we talked about this before. It's like just because you have your business, don't feel bad if you if you don't like it, if you're not enjoying it. Um, even if you do have a successful business on your own, like if you don't like it, you don't like it. And that's completely fine. Like you're not crazy. You're not wrong for that. Um, it's just, you get tired of it. You might like it for a year. You might like it for two. And maybe you just like, like the, like maybe you hire people under you and then you get miserable. So then you realize, okay, maybe I don't like being responsible for other people because you have to have payroll. Even if you do like a 1099, but you're still taking clients or like, you know what I mean? Like if you're still working, then that's very different too. Because like, 
I want studios, but I don't want to work. Or like, I don't want to take clients. Like I, it's, you're giving yourself more work if you are taking clients and also running out a space because that's two things that you have to manage. And each of those two things have their own sub tasks that you have to, you know, think about. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. Who gives a fuck? It's your life, baby. Oh, another cricket quote that I said in the meeting today ties into this. Hold on. Create the Netflix logarithm for your life. What do you want to see on your homepage? Cricket just drops fucking gems, okay? <laughs> and another one, I think this is from Matt. It was uh, stop parenting your kids and start kidding your parents. <laughs> But, you know, you create, you create, for the most part, you create your own misery. If you are not happy, and I don't mean, like, you're going to have bad days where you don't want to do anything. But if you, like, in your absolute soul, hate what you're doing, change it. Or you're going to hate your fucking life, you know? Me, I'm like a brand like immediately now. Immediately now. Immediately now. Immediately now. I'll give it three tries, and then you piss me off three times, then bitch, we're done. We're done. But I was also raised by two psychopaths. So, you know, like my mom would quit fucking jobs, bitch, left and motherfucking right when she was like before she had kids. Um, I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> I don't need this job, you know. And then my dad raised me like, if you don't want to do something, don't do it. You know, he had other words of advice as well. Um, Mm-hmm. You are good at it. Yeah, you you definitely have the the patience of for a teacher for sure. Like you're very bubbly. I'm not bubbly. Um and Nyla said this to me once. She was like you come off as very intimidating. I'm like, no. Are you are you are you intimidated by me? Or am I actually intimidating? Because I'm not. Because once you get to know me, like I get that often. But it's to, to me, to me, it's just I just I don't know, like I'm mentally ill. So like my confidence levels are like through the fucking roof, bitch. Like <laughs> You know, <laughs> so like, um, I don't know, I don't know, but I know like my my tone isn't always the best. I do know that, but 
again, once you know me, like I want everyone to live a beautiful, prosperous, successful, like whatever the like, bitch, if you want to like, I don't know, live in your car and like not do shit, baby, get the best car that you can fucking get. Good for you, sweetheart. Good for I. W- I wish I had the balls to just like let all that shit go. You go get the best car that you can get, and if you want to live out that bitch, pl- cheers, cheers to you, cheers to you, baby. But that's just me. Like I'm, I can't. My 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 goals and my like what I want to do and what my life, what I want my life to be like might be a nightmare for some people, you know. So. As an educator, it's not your role to try to, like, make many use. It's your role to give people the tools so they can, so they have the basis, like a solid basis to grow into the professional that they want to be, if that makes sense. (laughs) Thank you. Let me take a shot to that. Wait, I'm gonna clap to me. Okay. Molly has a a mini fridge in her room, and I keep telling her she just needs to keep all of her little mini shots in there. Molly doesn't listen to me all the time. That's okay. Your truly's. There you go. Okay. Cheers. The minis can't fit in the little freezer. Mm-mm. No, we talked about that. You're right. Oh, I took it. Sorry. Mm. I have this video of my niece, of Aria. So, um, Autumn and Benny were taking shots, and um, she, she, Ari had like a little medicine cup or like a little empty medicine cup or whatever. And she's like, cheers. And then she taps the table, bitch. <laughs> That's what I said. I said, baby, you are learning the right way. It's, I'm going to send you the video. It's so fucking funny. Mariah? Mm-hmm. No, but see, Mariah didn't really know what to do. She took the shot, tapped the table, put her whole head back at everything. And I told you how she took that fucking cough medicine like it was a fucking... Like it was juice. She's like, you're gonna, you're gonna be a fucking serial killer. I had to be chased around the house to take liquid medicine. Between me and my brother, no, I don't want to take this shit. She was like, mm, it's good. Are you well? Because you possibly you can't possibly be. Yeah, her birthday was the other day on Halloween. She's four. It's crazy. Crazy and Keelan, not Keelan. Kyrie turned eight 
uh, I can't think of the date. Because then her her oldest son, Shamai's birthday was on Halloween too. I don't even want to think about how old he is because it makes me feel fucking old. I think he's twelve. So anyway, we got way off topic. Um. So Molly is back to working every day. Again, pretty much just for Saturdays, unless she like. Well, no, don't you have clinic on Saturdays? Oh no, you said you can't do Saturdays. But no, you shouldn't. Fuck that. Set your boundaries. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, you did. You'll be able you'll be able to tell in two months, but remember we're thinking big, bitch. We're thinking big. So sometimes you gotta take I don't wanna think real extra small, real extra medium. I wanna I wanna think medium sometimes. So not small but not big, medium. But right, and that's okay. You're gonna have days where you think extra small. That's fine. It's balance. balance. It's balance. You can't think big every day because if you think big every day, you're gonna burn yourself the fuck out, and then you're not gonna think at all. We don't want that. But um, you know, sometimes you gotta take a step back to take a step forward. To take two steps forward. You know, like you gotta. (laughs) You know, you gotta you gotta think long term. Like, okay, what do I want my life to look like in a year? What skills do I want to have? in a year? What experience, what knowledge do I want to have in a year? Like, yeah, like I might be broke as fuck right now, but who gives a fuck? You're not, you're going to be broke again. It's not your first time going to be broke. It's not your last time going to be broke. But, you know, like, money comes and goes, as everyone fucking knows, you know. I haven't been this broke in a minute. But that's because I'm choosing to work one, right, I'm thinking, I'm thinking real, I'm thinking real extra large, Super size right now. Yeah, because like I, I love what I do, but I'm just, I've been making almost, if not six figures, almost six figures for five years. Well, I guess, yeah, five years. So, oh no, I've gotten spoiled. No, I've gotten spoiled. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. No, okay, yeah, 
that's very true. I definitely work for every goddamn cent. Yeah. Yeah. But Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think that, and that's how, that's really how, like, you couldn't take time off. Or, like, if you could, it would just be for, like, two days. Like, it was so hard to take a week off at European, you know, at least with our franchise owner. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's the same everywhere, you know, but... But yeah, no, we are definitely, you make, on paper, you can make between 50 and 60, which doesn't sound like a lot, 50 to 65, but that that's normal people's salaries. But then, then, then we would make that in cash. But you also had the COVID shit on there too. Because y'all were fucking, like, you had no type of any break, nothing after COVID for like months. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. On paper, I, I also think that I also think Eugenia was fucking my um, payroll. Uh, I hope she's listening. But because I would compare my numbers, why? How? How am I like holidays? I was making like a noticeable smaller amount. How? I'm busier now than I was then. How? And she's like, well, I don't know. Girl, fuck you. I think, I don't think it was intentional. But I was the only one that was feeling that way. And Mia said it too. It was everyone that came on because Ashley Mack hired you. So it was everyone that came on before Ashley Mack. Correct. We all were, April, I mean, you know how I feel about fucking April, but we all said it like our numbers, there's no reason why I should be making less money right now. You know? Like it just, it didn't, it didn't make sense. Didn't make sense. But whatever, I could hear it over there. I don't give a fuck. 
one of these episodes, I'm going to get, like, super cute and, like, I look like a bum. I want to figure out how to get backgrounds on here, too. I don't know how to do that yet. But I said it when Molly was downstairs. If y'all use River Riverside, <laughs> I'm on my couch. But the guy that does my hair, he's been in Greece for, like, two weeks. And I think he comes back on, like, I don't know, Monday or something. But just, I No, your hair, your hair grew, actually. Actually, I want to I wanna cut my hair, but I think I'm going to let it, let it do its thing. Yeah. Hey, you cut, um, Marcus cut like four inches off of my hair. So my buns have been like baby and like this, and I fucking hate it. But it's annoying. Like he added, he he cut four inches, and then he added layers, and I haven't had layers in years. Like my hair has, for the most part, been like one length. So it's definitely been an adjustment with like putting my hair up because like. This is just stupid. Getting comb head. I see, and my hair is the opposite. My hair is so fucking thick. No, my bun is not as good either, but I guess I'm good for I'm taking another shot. Take a shot to that. Now then, don't take it. Don't, don't take it. It's, I have a whole gallon. I don't. I really. Wish that he didn't bring me this gallon of deep eddies, but it's fine. Mm. Yeah. Hmm? Oh, I thought you said I thought you said something else. It was. Well, you said I was at, and I like was waiting for the rest. <laughs> what she said. Ah, okay, sorry guys. Um, what else about being an educator? You don't know everything. Just because you're a teacher, I have to hook up. Oh, you can do that. Oh, okay. Oh, well, this is going to be the most chaotic video ever, but guess what? That's what we are. We are two chaotic. Oh, yeah, that's a fucking adjustment. What? Sure. I think we touched on it in the solo verse, like, employee episode. I did that with you, right? Or was that Ty? We did that, right? 
Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Someone? I don't. I'm the complete opposite. That's a weakness of mine is it's gotten better as I'm older, but you know, Jamal calls me Tayway because he's like, bitch, it's either your way or you're going to like raise fucking hell. Yeah, bitch. It's my problem is I think Taylor Jacqueline's way is the best way, even though I am open to constructive criticism and like coming from like some, it depends who it's coming from. It's coming from someone like you or like someone someone else who I respect. Okay. But if you're not doing what I'm doing, doing what I want to do, why are you even speaking? Please shut the fuck up. So it's like, you know, I think my way is the best way. And I know that if my way isn't the best way and it doesn't work out, I know that I can personally pivot and readjust. But when you have a boss, (laughs) when you have a boss, it's like, I told you this wasn't the right way, but bitch, give me a chance to fix it. You know, like give me a chance to, but also if you didn't give me any guidance on what specifically you wanted to see, bitch, be lucky that I even gave you this. You know, because a lot of people would have been like, I don't know how to do this. You didn't tell me anything. That's not me. Give me an end goal. You know what I mean? It can be broad, but I'm going to put it together how I put it together, which is why you hired me. So let me do my job and give you what you hired me to do. Guidelines, basis, something. You hired you hired me for a reason. And if you if you wanted it to have if you wanted it to be a certain way, do it yourself. You like the structure, I think, of having a boss. Um, but I think that's because you doubt yourself when you don't need to. That's a, that's a personal thing. That's a personal thing for you, you know. And there, there's nothing wrong with that. More, most of the world is like that. I'm just, again, I'm a Medicaid bitch now. Woo! Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you know, you gotta take. And I, you know, finally decided to take care of my mental health. And something's changed. And <laughs> Molly's taking a video. Ready? Um, but, um, 
It's, it's definitely an adjustment. Like when you work for yourself, if you don't have the motivation to not be lazy, then you won't be successful. And I think a lot of people think that too. Like they think that being an entrepreneur and having your own business, regardless of if, even if you're a teacher and that's like what you focus on for yourself, like if that's your business of being an aesthetic educator, people equate like, oh, you have it so easy, bitch. I am, no, I have to do, I have to do my own taxes. I have to do accounting. I have to do inventory. I have to create all this shit myself. I'm, my brain is constantly going on making up what, everything. Before I have to do my marketing, I have to design stuff. And that's what I do. If I don't do that, I have to find a designer. I have to pay the designer. I have to, you know, Right. right. This, is, this isn't even including personal stressors. This is just work stressors. You know, I got to maintain my license. Am I doing things right? Were my students happy? I need to schedule this course. Is anyone going to even sign up for this? Yeah. You know, it's hard. Like being an entrepreneur is not fun. I mean, it is, but it's, it's, it's definitely not for everyone. And that's okay. That's what makes the world go round. You know, we need people that like to have jobs. And I'm glad, I'm glad that, this is so off topic, but I'm glad that like the notion of like always like always working and like always being busy and like hustling all the time or whatever. I'm glad that that is like low key dying down and people are like, I don't want to work to die. Like I want to work my hours and then be done. You know? Oh, no, it's definitely a generational thing for sure. I think it's a generational thing because, like, my generation, we grew up, (laughs) like, shit fucking sucked. You know, like, shit was good, but, you know, like, in our formative years, like, economy-wise, like, high school, like, my senior year in my first year of college is when the market crashed. For the second time in our lifetime. Um, so there was no stability because, like, my mom had to sell her business. My mom lost her house. Um, like, it was just, everyone around me was, like, losing their job and shit like that. So our gen- my generation, because you're not, are you considered Gen Z or a millennial? I don't know. I feel like the, 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 the years are, like, too far apart i don't know you might be you might be um you're either like a super young millennial or you're an old gen z yeah right she like so molly's the youngest but her siblings are my age um 
So it's like we had to create our own security. And then when we graduated from college, there were no jobs. People were not hiring. So we would go to co- we went to school, had all this fucking debt. You said what? Yeah. Why? No, uh-uh. Um, so it's like we were kind of forced into a situation where we had to create our own shit, you know? But also, like, my mom has had had her own business. My grandfather had... Both of my grandfathers had their own businesses. So it's like that has always been a mindset. Yeah, like, my mom was like, if you want to work at McDonald's, that's fine, but figure out how you can own it. You know, that was always how my mom raised us. Like, I don't give a fuck what you do, but make sure that it's, like, aligning with a long-term goal. Because that's what matters, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, you're, and I, I told you this. But listen, I tell Molly every time Molly proves me correct, I let her fucking know. Okay. Because Molly is a stupid fucking idiot and she doubts herself like a stupid fucking idiot. And I tell her, you are so fucking intelligent. She doesn't want to listen to me. Like when she first opened her business, you guys go back and listen to that fucking episode so you can hear how stupid Molly sounds. And I (laughs) told her, she's like, I just want to make, it was like some small fucking number. And I'm like, you're going to make double that. Like, only I don't know why you don't think that. And what did she do? She made triple. Okay. I think it was less than that. It might have been five. It might have been, but you surpassed that. You said you want to do, I think you said you want to do five grand by like month five or six. Like it was something, it was something wild like that. And right. It's a, it's a joke now because you see how much you make. You love it. You know what it might be too? It's just the commute. 
I think if she was in Annapolis or in Crofton, you'll be fine. Yeah, and I mean, you went so long without having a real commute. You know, like when you got to the Wax Center, you moved to Annapolis like three months later. You know, two months. Same. Same. I, I used to commute from, like, when I was in school, I was living in Capitol Heights with my ex. I used to commute from Capitol Heights to Pikesville. And then I was working in Hanover, like, by Ronald Mills, commuting from Capitol Heights. And then, um, like, before that, when I was doing the weddings and shit in Georgetown, if I didn't, if I, I would commute from my ex's house, too. I mean, I guess it was technically my house that I was living in, but whatever. Ugh. Um... That was still a, a bop with traffic, but if I decided to like stay at my house in Annapolis, like it was even fucking further, you know. And now that I don't commute, I could never do it. I, I'm blessed that I can work from home for the most part with Starpill, and the like, only time I go to the to the office is like to shoot content, and even then, it's a 15 minute lift, like. And again, I'm not fucking driving because my car is still. Like, your drive is bad, but it's more than what you're used to. Especially when we were at Regatta Bay, like, Molly's commute was literally like a straight shot. And I would walk to work. Like, that's, and it was, it was a three minute walk. Like, we could see the shopping center that JB was in from our balcony. Yeah. Like I would walk to I would walk to Molly's house to record early episodes of Skin and Some Shit. But then it was it was it was still seven minutes. You know. Yeah, and I was still on time for work. <laughs> uh, early. It was 8.50. Right. Exactly. So, that's... And that's the reason why I picked... Well, one, I love my apartment because of my beautiful high ceilings. But I picked this location because I'm familiar with it. But it's also close enough to work where, like, if I need to go every day for a week... It's not going to be a pain in my fucking ass to get there. Like, Carlos, Carlos, on a regular, his lift one way is between, like, 30 and $40. He easily spends $100 a day and comes to the warehouse. It's wild. So, if he has to come three days a week, that's $300. Yeah, because because of where he lives, you know? And, like, he, but, granted, where he lives, he... Is a block away from the beach. He's, you know what I mean? Like, where he lives, I would love to live. But it's just not conducive to my life right now. Which is fine. Thick and big. Thick and big, bitch. Got to think big. Jamal sends that to me, too. He said... He sent me this voice though. I'm going to send it to you. So Rachel always says, you know, uh, the why you never call me the Janae song. Okay. And that skit at the end with Corrupt. 
That is literally Jamal to me, like, every fucking day. Well, you know, Jamal is my BFF. Um, and he, <laughs> he, he, uh, he calls me and he, he is definitely a huge supporter of mine and it's appreciated no matter what the fuck I want to do. Okay, like I want to sell nail files and we're like, okay, all right. I can see, I can see that happening. You can put your name on them and shit. Like he, you know, he thinks big. He thinks big. Yeah. You gonna make a fucking work, bitch. The fuck? You need this motherfucking fucking book. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna hold you can use as as a as a throw up bucket. You can use it, you know, to hold your liquor. It's gonna be real cute on your table. You can put flowers and shit in it. You feel me? It's multi purple. <laughs> but again, aesthetics is sales and that's part of part of educating as well as more than like teaching technique. You gotta teach how you gotta teach these bitches how to sell. You know, like you gotta a part of being an educator is educating your clients as well. So you might have all the knowledge in the world. And again, this goes back to like teaching people on how they learn, right? So I might, because I've been licensed for so long, I might be like, yeah, you need, you need like an active serum, active ingredients or how you change your skin, yada, yada, yada. You need vitamin C, you need, or whatever, acid or active shit that I decide to bless you with, right? Someone really might not understand what any of that shit means. Like I've had clients who are like, well, what's exfoliating? You know, and it's not, it's, it's not my place to judge because I don't know. Like, you know what exfoliating is. You just might not realize that that's what it's called. Maybe, you know what I mean? And some people are like, well, I'll just wash my face with water even though I hate that shit real, 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 real bad because you don't wash your hands with just water. And because if you did, you would say your hands are still dirty. So your face is still dirty. But whatever. It's neither here nor there. But it's a matter of just like, that's a selling point. You know? So you have to learn how to take things like that. I want to I say finesse, but finesse may just seem like you're taking advantage when, when you're really not. Even though estheticians can do that, they can take advantage of a client and oversell them shit that they don't need. I personally don't do that. I will tell you, you don't need this. You can buy it, but you don't need it. Like, it's not going to, this isn't, it doesn't work, but I would rather you, just, just because the client wants a product doesn't mean that it's the right product for them. You know, it might not hurt. Like, okay, if a client wants to buy a hydrating mask, like, Okay, like that's cool. You can buy that. But if your goal correct. 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 Right. If you're using if you're using bar soap on your face and you try to add quality ingredients to that, they're not gonna work properly. And you're gonna fuck your skin up because you're gonna have these active ingredients, but because the bar soap is fucking up your barrier function. And your acid mantle is all, you know, out of whack or whatever. 
you're not going to get the results that you want. So you're going to think that either the products don't work or your esthetician doesn't know what they're talking about. The whole time, bitch, it's you. You're the problem. You're the drama. You're the drama. I wish there was a boo. I'm going to make a boo sound on here. If you, again, if you know how to make sounds on Riverside, please let me know. DM me. Email us. I know. Because they have, they have like, they have like a transition. Oh no, honey. <laughs> that was not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. But yeah, it's like Riverside 23. <laughs> I'm fucking crying. <laughs> I'm so sorry if you are listening to this and not watching because. It sounds like really rambling. And we're already at an hour and a half. And if you like stop listening 45 minutes ago, like that's fine. But I hope not. No, I hope not. Like Dream Champs, again, if if you're new here, my I've always wanted a podcast, right? And I'm a I was a big Drink Champs fan. Nori talks too much for me now and he cuts people off, but whatever. But I like I like the setup of Drink Champs and I like EFN, he's from Miami. He's, you know, popular down here, whatever. Um, And I was like, I want my podcast to be fun because I feel like a lot of skin podcasts are like not giving what, like, I want to listen to. You know what I mean? But the Dream Championships, they'll be like two and a half hours. And I will sit and listen. I'll like clean the house, like do laundry and have it like as background shit or like work and listen to it or whatever so i created or like really like put getting some shit together october of 2020 in atlanta when i was down there for one of my good friends kinsey's wedding it's a fucking fever dream bitch but i again me i said i want to do something i had a little type of little manic moment and i put the shit together i got the logos i was working with ty you know that didn't work out which is fine i've Ties still close to my court, you know. Um, but yeah, like I hope that you guys are still listening. It's appreciated. You'll we'll never do it like a four-hour episode unless it's like multiple people, and that's still even a long fucking time. But again, like yeah, we would definitely break it up into parts for sure. We just haven't been able to really record. Yeah. yeah, and it's also like an update because Molly um started like like I said, like teaching out of like a school um very recently and then we were trying to figure out how to like record and stuff without doing it on Zoom because I don't like the quality of Zoom and just not it. No, we can do this every day or, you know, whenever. We'll we'll be be back to, like, uploading episodes weekly. Yeah, and we're going to do part two probably for, like, all of 
all of our episodes, you know. Um, Bianca wants to be back on here. I want to have Morgan Swan on here. Oh, you know what? Now that I can just, like, send her a link, she can just hop on. She might be able to do that, even if she's at her studio. Um, and um, Gata said, Gata said she wanted to be on here, too. Um, so she, she's a good friend of mine. She owns my skin buddy. Um, and I told her, I talked to her regularly and oh, this is a while ago. And I was like, you know, I talk about you like all the fucking time, like on my podcast or whatever. And she was like, do you? I was like, yeah. I was like, I think you should start your own. Like you built my skin buddy up literally from nothing. And now she doesn't have a business partner and it's just like, it's all her. Um, and she was like this close to selling everything and like, I don't want to say retiring because she doesn't have it in her to not work. Um, but she, she wanted to like have kids and like, just like take a step back. That didn't work for her because she felt like the integrity of her company was going to go to shit if she left. And she probably was right, you know? Um, um, but I would love to have her on here just because she's just like, she has been through everything and she, she has no problem starting over, which is what I love and respect about her because a lot of people like she, she had like a nutrition something business before my skin buddy. It didn't do that great, I guess. Um, but she was like, fuck it. Like, I'm moving on to, you know, a bigger, better opportunity. I'm going to learn from this and take what worked and leave what didn't work. And now my skin buddy is like thriving now, you know? Um, yes, I will always shout her out whenever the fuck I can. She is an angel. If you guys know Kahada, cause she's that very personable, um, like that's we met at a trade show when I was in school in 2017, right? Yeah, 2017, and we've been like close ever since. Like, you know, um, but again, networking also too is part of being a educator. But yeah, I forgot what the fuck I was saying. Mm. Well, speaking of shows. I will be at the 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 International Aesthetics Congress, the you know the big show in New York in March with Starpill. So, if you are coming, come see me, and we'll probably be um, at Vegas next year too. So, if you listen and you can come to New York, because we'll be there all three days. Because this the New York one's three days uh, this year, and I too. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was that threw me off and my boss was like, yeah, I'm gonna be there all three days. I was like three. And I was like, has New York always been three? But no, it's it's been two. But I guess because they haven't had a show in two years. They're kinda like mm. Mm. Yeah, they started adding the, the PBA show. Um because they were there in Vegas, but it was still, I, I don't know, because the other shows are still just two days. Like the one that's this weekend out here, 
Um, it's still only two days. But if you're there, please come see me. I'll be doing demos and everything. So if you have questions about Starpill or want to, like, if you want me to demo on you or want to try, like, a certain product, um, you know, I mean, obviously it's only November, but plan now, fuckers. You know? Yeah. I know. I wanted to stay with my uncle, but he's in... He's in Queens and where the show is, it's like literally like as soon as you get in, in New York and Manhattan, then Queens is like an hour. <laughs> so, yeah, but I, I'm going to have to just like not go out with him one night and like go up there and see him or like meet him in, I don't even want to say Brooklyn, but somewhere. Or I'm just gonna go to Queens. He told me to come to Queens. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen him since like my dad died. I don't think, and he's been dead for a long time now. For thirteen years. If you're part of the, the dead parent club, then you know that you can make jokes. I made this awful joke earlier with my mom and Sabrina. Sabrina's my brother's girlfriend. And we were talking about my aunt. And it was like, yeah, you know, like, drinking didn't kill my father. And I was like, obviously! <laughs> my mom was like, that's very funny. <laughs> I was like, that's it's hilarious. And I wasn't even trying to make a joke about it. But she was like, Colby doesn't think it's funny. Well, the suicide jokes are funny to me now. But it's very off topic. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, exactly. Um, Anything else you want to hit on as an educator? I'm very proud of Molly, by the way. I tell her this all the time. But y'all, I think Molly will do big, beautiful, wonderful things as an educator. You're welcome. You're doing. Don't be fucking stupid. Be fucking stupid. We should should do one in like six months. Once you like really get in the groove. Because obviously like you you're, you've been a trainer but it's just been waxing. And now that you're like doing everything, because I don't have experience in that. I mean, I've done like aesthetic one-on-one courses, but I haven't done what Molly's done and like teaching an aesthetics program basically from like beginning to end and prepping people for state board. Um, so no, I'm sure everyone would love to hear your experience about that because a lot of our listeners aren't just waxers. They're like facialists, whatever the fuck the word is. But no, I think in like four to six months, I think we should do like a part two or maybe do like another check-in or do both. Um, I don't know. We'll figure it out. You guys know how we do. We wing shit over here. Yeah, Molly's doing great. I mean, it's and it's, but it's an adjustment. So give yourself like grace. 
I think you struggle with that, which is fine. Most people do, but you're doing beautifully. I'm so proud of you. You're very welcome. You think so? See, I don't believe I don't believe in being humble. I know that's weird. I don't think. Mm-mm. I don't. I think being humble because being humble, I think people equate that to not being obnoxious. You can be obnoxious, obnoxiously humble. Like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Like, you don't need to like. If you're overly humble, it gives like holier than thou type of thing. Bitch, be proud of yourself. Like, brag on your shit. But, but the difference is brag on yourself, but lift people up at the same time. Because what a lot of people do is they brag on themselves and shit on other people. And that's where the problem is. And that's when people are like, well, she needs to be humble. No, she should brag on herself to just not be a piece of shit at the same time. But you put yourself down. You don't. You don't lift you, Molly Reardon, up enough. Yeah, but you're. But but you. You have. You have that. Yeah, I mean, you're not. You're not gonna. Right. So you're going to have, you're going to build, you have the personality where people are just going to naturally connect with you, especially since you know what you're doing and you know how to explain things and answer questions and like eliminate confusion with things. In my, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, separate thing. I'm gonna take one last shot before we, because this is my little swig. Here. Mhm. Mhm. It is weird, but that's a that's a it's a mental thing. Nothing for me. And I, I think you're learning this. Nothing's too big for me. That's just me. If I want to, like, I mean, it's, you need, you need to be delusional sometimes when it comes to shit like this. Or, like, being, like, accomplishing your goals. You know, like, I want... 20 salon studio locations, which I'm going to get that shit. You know what I mean? And I'm going to be completely delusional about it until I get it because I know I can get it. So I think people think like, oh, I can never do that. Why? Why can't you? What? Be delusional or why can't you? Yeah. And that, again, that's how, like my mom and Molly have a relationship too, but my mom was also fucking nuts, and I love her for it. I, we were FaceTiming earlier, and uh, she tried to hang up on me. I'm like, girl, don't fucking hang up on me, bitch. You're not slick. <laughs> but, like, you have to, like, think think big, <laughs> you know? Like, you, if, if you think small, that's all you're going to get. 
yeah, if you think small, that's all you're going to get. And it's going to take the small thought to get you to the big thought. But you have to have that big thought. If you want to accomplish something, don't say like, oh, I can't do that. No, bitch, you fucking can. You know, like, why can't you? Like, what, what's, what's stopping you? Like, oh, I don't have enough money. Who gives a fuck? You're going to find the money. Or I'm not smart enough, but you are. So figure it out. Or, or if you, if you don't know it, then go learn it. Go get a fucking book, bitch. Watch some fucking YouTube videos and go from there. You know, like the resources are, are there. And I think people just think you need like all this money or things are like unachievable, but they're only unachievable if you think that they are, you know, like Molly didn't think that she would be, she minded for a minute. She didn't think that she would be able to do her studio full time and be able to like pay her bills. And she started, she, she, Molly did cheesecake because she's low key like me. Like she was fucking bored. And when you have extra free time, you think that you're not being correct. But you see how long Molly was at Cheesecake Factory for. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, of course. Like she worked there before before she became a esthetician. And then she went back and every day she would come home. She would be like, this is not worth my fucking time. Or my energy, like at all. Because you were doubting yourself. Like you you just you just weren't secure enough in yourself at that moment, and that's fine. You're always gonna have those insecure moments. That's normal if you that's completely normal. Um but now that she sees that she can, you know, now she's obnoxiously busy in a beautiful way, you know, like she has to turn shit down because she has clients. You know? And that's a beautiful thing. You'll make your rent in a fucking day. Full time. I mean, I will make my rent. Um, did my bitch, my fucking computer became uncharged. Um, yeah, but then like part time, I, I could make my rent part time if I like double booked myself on a, in a day, you know, and I would definitely make it on a fucking Saturday. But when I was full time, you know, like I was telling somebody this, like a slow Saturday for me full-time it was like seven hundred dollars a saturday is like two eighteen hundred an average saturday is like 12 so i've made technically my sweet rent because my sweet rent uh it started at was it 361 you remember I think it was three sixty one, and then it went it went up like ten dollars every year. Yeah, it was something like that. By the time I left, it was like it was three eighty one. So I could I could do that, you know. And if I had been working full time, like I, it, it's not a problem. Oh my god, that thing is fucking terrifying. Did you name him? Did you name him? I was gonna say Fred. <laughs> is it a girl or a guy? 
Wendy, Lisa. What, Wendy, Lisa? Uh, that's that's what we used to use. We used to call him Bob. His name was Bob. I don't know. I wish I wish you guys that were listening could see this. But I also hate watching shit on YouTube because it'll add ads. Um, but I'm gonna find a way again. If you have suggestions on how to monetize shit on YouTube, because I'm trying to make this pop, okay? Um. Yeah, we'll figure the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Now we can, like, get extra creative with stuff now since we've found this. Yeah. Yeah, like, you can be... Yeah, like, or you can be at your studio and we can do it and, like, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. And we ask you guys this all the time. If you want to hear a certain topic, please let us know. No, you guys fucking don't. But you know what? It's okay. Because if because those of you that actually like DM me or DM Molly, like we we actually like respond like right away. Absolutely, it makes me want to like give give you my number. Te- please text me. I love you. <laughs> All right, like um, Susie Q on Instagram. She was like, "I miss you and Molly." I'm like, maybe <laughs> we are coming back. You know, but it's like little stuff like that. Yeah, and um, and our email coordinator at Starpill, she is actually going to aesthetic school right now. And she was looking for aesthetics podcast and she just typed like in the search bar, like skincare or aesthetics or whatever. She's like, oh my God, I didn't know you had a podcast. Ours was the first to pop up. Yes. Yes. And I, I was like, yes, like I love it. Like listen to it. We're drunk a lot of the time. So, so sorry, especially in the beginning, like during COVID and like when shit first started to open up and we would do like a whole eight hour shift at West End and then go back to the liquor store and then be like, well, let's record. <laughs> oh, goodness. That was a time to be alive, honey. Mm-hmm. That was so fun. I know we were neighbors. Like I could, I would, I would walk to Mom's house because like parking would like drive, like driving to her house would have been stupid. That's how close we were. Yeah, right. Because like parking, parking in my lot sucked. So sometimes it would make more sense for Molly to drive me home. So I would have to move my car. Or, you know, Molly and I went to the same bar for a long time. Um, and again, it's like 10 minutes from where we used to live. Um, and being friends with your bartenders is a beautiful thing. But it's also a stressful thing because, like, 
Especially if it's like if it's slow or they're like in a good mood, they'll just like drop off shots that we didn't fucking ask for. Like Billy, I went there one time. No, I'm just gonna get like a Corona and a shot because that's like my thing. Corona, two or three shots, I'm good. I don't get mixed drinks anymore. Yeah, I'll sip the beer. Yep. Yeah, I, I just, you know, that's just how I drink now in my in my thirties. Um, but I ordered like a lemon drop shot and Billy dropped two lemon drop martinis. How's it drive? Like, are you fucking well? And <laughs> he was like Who sent me home? Absolutely. I've, and any of them. Ryan, Brian, Billy, Otis. Stacy. Well, I, I would not drive home with Lauren. I love her. I I love Lauren. Or I will call Roddy. I will call. So Roddy is my ex's dad who... Calls me his daughter because I'm that great of a fucking ex-girlfriend. Um, but no, I would definitely call Roddy. Like, you have to wake the fuck up and come get me and take me somewhere. Your house back. That sounds weird if I say your house, but. But, you know, I've stayed there for years. Okay. Anyways, we're off topic now. I'm so sorry. Right. Right. Molly and I have a good fucking time. Anyway. Anyway. Exactly. We will have a beautiful time in the fucking house. Mm-hmm. Um. Exactly. Yeah, me and Molly, if, if I had to move down here, we would still... I don't know if we would still be at Regatta Bay because Regatta Bay was bugging. But we definitely... Yeah, we definitely... Like, our rent was 2010 and they tried to raise it to, like, 3200 Like, something... Yeah, it was... Yeah, it was twenty. It was 26 if we had renewed and if we had signed up, like, a brand new lease, it would have been $3,200. Y'all are smoking for a crack. Absolutely not. So since we're gonna since we're back to doing this like on a regular basis now, um, I guess what should the next episode be? What is like well I think we should do a goal thing in December. If we were only going to do it monthly, then yeah, but I think we should do that in December. So let's do like a, we did a treatment menu one. Um, we did retailing. Um, I have a whole list somewhere, but it's at, it's at my mom's. Um.
Okay, so like uh, maybe like uh, uh, creating your not niche, but like developing your environment, like yeah, like your your ambiance. So next next episode, we're gonna talk about like. Like the vibe you want for your space because Molly and I, Molly and I do the same thing. But, oh, yeah, creating your aesthetic. There you go. Molly and I do the same thing, but we don't at the same time. Like I'm very clinical peels. We both do our planning, but Molly's more like she's not holistic. I wouldn't say holistic at all, but Molly's not a big peel person. She. Uh, again, she's not spa like either, but she's just, she's different. It's just, yeah, yeah, she's a hybrid. I am all clinical. Yeah. Um, you're still gonna get like a relaxing time because I set the motherfucking mood and my facial massage is great. But I don't do like a full monism either, but it's just, it's just different. If you listen and you've gotten a facial from myself and Molly, like you already know. Um, but yeah, it's just, again, which is why, like, yeah, like, it is no competition. Like, I send clients to her and vice versa because we don't do the same thing. Um, but I think that's also, we should do this as episode two, like, networking with other estheticians, like, Y'all, like, yes, you're a competition, but, like, not really. Like, you know, like, you might have a client, like, personality-wise that you don't fuck with, but it might match better with someone else and vice versa. Or you might not be able to take this person. And if they get that client as a regular, then you're doing them a fucking favor because they, you know, the universe put it together where they needed that person more than you did. Correct. Yeah. Like, you know, the universe, the universe guides you in the way that it's supposed to go. I'm a very like trust the universe, trust the process type of thing, type of person. And, you know, whatever, everything is, is, is enough clients is enough shit for everyone to be successful. It's just, yeah, like you just you just don't need to be a shitty person about it, you know. There's always going to be someone that does something better than you, does something different than you, and as long as you're putting good shit into the universe, into you know the world, you get what you give out. Yeah, um, I think we should also do an episode of like I know we did a burnout episode, but we should do one of like. Like a like a thought process type of episode. You said what? Mm-mm. Like a like more of like a mental thing, like a like a mind like how your mindset will dictate your day, maybe type of thing. You know, the Maystar firming and lifting booster has helped my forehead and my crow's feet so much. Like, it is unbelievable. Very random. I'm looking at myself in the camera. And, like, 
It is because I have I have a lot of um, forehead lines. I'm very expressive with my face, and I get Botox, but. It has helped because before all of this right here, if you're looking, was like real deep lines. And now they're not as they're not as deep. And I do it twice a day. And I was pleasantly surprised with Maystar. If you go to the Starco website and order, go to the I think it's Essentials is the tab. Click on it. I love them. I use it twice a day. They made like the whole Maystar line. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Um. So I guess until next time, guys. Because it's been two hours. I think this might be our longest uh episode. Maybe one of if it's not the longest, it's one of them. I mean, the one with, the one with Bianca might have been closest, but we were also fried fucking fried fucking rice. Like we Molly. Like again, if you're new here, yes. But Molly and I, Molly and I would go to brunch at our like go-to brunch spot, Blackwall Hitch in Annapolis, if you have not been. We would get there at like 11, leave when brunch was over at 3. Okay. And then we would go to West End and be at West End. Yeah. Until midnight. But before COVID, we would be there until 2. <laughs> no, no, because we would once we got to West End, like we would pace it and we would like watch the games and socialize. Yeah, like we would eat, right? just be like, we would order like appetizers and just like shop. I mean, obviously by the end of the night, like we were fucked up, but we weren't like immediately. Oh my god, it's midnight. We wouldn't immediately be. Fucked up. You know, what a time. What a beautiful time. <laughs> that includes consuming alcohol. What a good night. Exactly. Well, if you still have a shot left, I don't I have to get up, but cheers if you have a, a drink. Woo! Deep Eddie sponsor us. If you, if anyone works for Deep Eddies or know their marketing department, we literally, we literally only drink Deep Eddies for shots on here. Like our chasers and our, like our drinks might change up, but one thing that is not going to switch up is the shots that we take, and that is Deep Eddies. Yeah, Deep Eddies. Yeah, but we always go back to Deep Eddies, always. Always. Correct. Like we'll we'll get like a bottle of tequila, but we'll still get like three or four shots each of deep eddies. We might change the flavor up. You know, it might get a little lime or a little grapefruit. A little sprinkle sprinkle. But deep eddies, please. Um, S-H-X-T. Um, my, you can follow my personal. Um, it's underscore T-J-W underscore. And then my, uh, and then you can follow Starpool, which is Starpool Wax. And then, um, you can follow Starpool University, which is Starpool University on Instagram. Um, and then 
I'm updating the website. So the website might not be up right now, but um, the website is just getting some shit, shxc.com, but I'm updating shit. So I don't know what it's looking like right now. And then mall, you can follow her personal is an underscore malls balls 96. Mall balls one. And then her under the skin is underscore under the skin 96 underscore, right? Um, I think that's it, guys. Thanks for, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, thanks for, you know, tuning in. We look crazy. Right. We look nuts, but, you know, my skin looks good. It looks fine. But, um, yeah, until next time, again, we'll figure out what the next episode is going to be. But we are, we are going to do stuff if not weekly then bi-weekly but it's definitely going to be more it's going to be back to how we used to be like consistent. yeah so exactly all right mall bye guys <laughs>